just the teaching. The teaching is just a platform. It's a place that gives you a better leverage to exhibit the will of God there. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we are going to continue to get into this will of God. And the Lord will bless us. Let's go to Philippians chapter 1. We read this Sunday in Philippians 1. Hallelujah. Wow, God's word is just so heavy tonight. And I just believe we'll be blessed so much. Philippians chapter 1. God bless you all for coming. Um, and we saw from the verse 18 downwards. And I think we really, really looked at the verse 19. He says, For I know that through your prayers, either Philippians 1 verse 19 I know that through your prayers and God's provision of the spirit of Jesus Christ what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance hallelujah somebody can continue to read the verse 20 the verse 20 yes anyone Molenga you want to read yes okay Irene Stella Yes. The verse 20. Yes, please. I eagerly expect and I hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, mm. whether by life or by death. Or by death. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm. The verse 21 mm. says. The verse 21 says. For, for to me, to live is Christ, mm. and to die is gain. And to die is gain. Hallelujah. Amen. And Amen. I think last week we stressed a lot on this 21. Uh, to live, for me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Hallelujah. And we were saying that um, Paul had defined the aim of his life. And I was telling most of you that we need to all define the aim of our life. What is the aim of your life? Is it to you to live? To you to live means what? Uh, to you to live means what? And um, uh, to you to for you to live, uh, it means Christ. That was for Paul, and we need to find out for ourselves what it really means. But the verse twenty is what I want to look at today. The verse twenty. Um, it says, "I expect." and hope that I will in no way be ashamed but will have sufficient courage so that now as always Christ will be exalted in my body hallelujah Christ will be exalted in my body that Christ will be exalted in my body whether by life or by death of course he, he was in prison and he didn't know what would happen to him whether he was going to die or to live but he's saying here that in no matter what happens to him, whether he is even going to die, that Christ will be exalted. Um, and this is this is very crucial for me. This is so uh, important that um, we begin to think of what Paul is saying: that Christ will be exalted in our body. Hallelujah! I think this is the first step of the will of God. 
um, God's will is that Christ is in you. Amen. Christ is in you. But the Christ that is, that is in you must find expression in your body. It must find expression in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, somebody? Are you following? Huh? The Christ that's, that is in you must find what? Expression in your body. Can you say with me? The Christ that is in me must find expression in my body. I'll say it again. The Christ that is in me must find expression in my body. Hallelujah. Where is Christ in you? Where is Christ in you? Where is Christ in you? Huh? You can see I'm being very slow. <laughs> Where is Christ in you? He is in your spirit, isn't so? He lives on the inside of you. But that Christ that is on the inside of you must find expression in your body. Hallelujah. Amen. He must find expression where? That Christ will be exalted. That Christ will be exalted in my body. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, if you go with me to Colossians, I think today I'm going to read this verse quite a number of times. But Colossians chapter 1, I would like somebody to read for me. Oh, I think I'll come back to it again. Colossians chapter 1, uh, the verse 26. Um, somebody with the uh, Good News Bible. And then somebody else also with the um, what do you call it? The good news and then the let's start with the good news and then the NLT the New Living Translation if you have the good news Bible please do read for me. Is anybody with the good news Bible? I left mine upstairs yes anyone with the good news Bible brothers the issues we are dealing with here they are very very serious I don't even feel like shouting they are so serious that I don't feel like yes, Harriet, yeah, go on with the Good News Bible. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Father, help us. You can unmute your mic. Yeah, talk to us. 1 verse 26. Okay, if you want to unmute your mic, please raise up your hand and I will unmute you because we don't want what happened the last time to happen. I didn't even know what was going on. <laughs> so, Harriet, let's go. Yes. Uh huh. Colossians 1, verse 26. Yes. Um, which is the secret he hid through all past ages from mm -hmm. all the human race, but has now revealed to his people. But has now been revealed to his. So, there's a secret, is that so? Yeah. There's a secret that God has hidden for all of ages and generations. And now, in our time, this secret is being revealed to us. Hallelujah. There's a mystery. In fact, some time ago, I was talking to you about the mystery of Christ. 
the mystery of Christ, the mystery that Christ was God on, in, on the earth and working in a human being, working in the form of a human being. It was a mystery. Hallelujah. And today there is a deeper mystery that in these human beings is something else. Continue on the verse 27. Uh huh. 27. Uh huh. God's plan is to make known. Wow, his wait, 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 wait. Did you hear that? You didn't hear. That's why I told you to wait because they didn't hear. <laughs> Say it again. God's plan wait. is to make known. Wait. Uh huh. God's plan. Please, so how many want to know what God's plan is? <laughs> I intentionally wanted you to read it in the um, the good news because it's, it just gives us a very nice way of putting it. He says God's plan. God's plan. This is the plan of God though. So if you say you're a child of God, check whether your plans and this plan is together. Hallelujah. What is God's plan? Uh -huh, sister, make known, God's plan is to make known his secret. God's his plan is to make known his secret. Uh-huh. Please tell me, is God's plan engineering? Let me stand up now. I think I'll stand up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now, those of you who are always going about saying God, okay, the will of God, the plan of God, okay, okay. Please, is God's plan pharmacy or engineering or medicine? What, what, what is God's plan? Eh? Anesthesia or uh, laboratory, laboratoire or food management processing economics <laughs> or biotechnology uh uh, 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 biosecurity yeah is God's plan ENCG please tell me huh <laughs> hallelujah listen all if you don't if you don't want to listen this is not a problem yeah I'll tell you the truth I'm not discouraging you from pursuing your medicine, but I'm just telling you that this is what God's plan is. All those things are places of the exhibition, the places where we can, we can demonstrate and practice the will of God. Whether you are in the health sector, you are in the medical sector, you are in the biosecurity sector, you are in the uh, quality sector, whatever. Those places are places. Like me, I am in the church. But the plan of God is the same for me as for everybody. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, Amen. I get what I'm saying. What is God's plan? God's plan, uh-huh. Sister, continue. Is to, to, make to make known what? his secret. To make known his secret is to, to his make people. known his secret. God wants to <laughs> make known his secret. God's plan, Joshua, are you listening? God's plan is to make known his secrets. Hallelujah. That is God's plan. God wants his secrets to be made known. Amen. Uh -huh. And what is this secret? What is the secret that he wants to make known? 
let's stop blabbing and going about and, and jumping about and uh, disturbing pastors and prophets and all. Let's stop. Let's look at, look at what God is talking about. What is the secret he's talking about? What is the secret? Uh huh. This rich and glorious secret, which this he has. This rich and of... glorious secret is what? We, we, want, we don't want all the adjectives. We just want what the secret is. Uh huh. The secret is that Christ is in you. Is that Christ is in you? Uh huh. Which means that you will share in the glory. Which means that you will share in the glory. This, this is the secret that has been hidden for ages, for years, thousands of years. That is the secret. Hallelujah. That Christ is in you. If Christ is in you, then you will share in the glory that is coming. There is a glory that Jesus is taking us to. We are going into glory. But this glory has to do with Christ is in you. If Christ is not in you, are not part of it. You can have Lamborghini and have whatever in this world. You are not part of the glory that will be revealed. Hallelujah. This is the message. This God wants to share around his message. He, this is the secret that has been hidden for ages, for years. That if Christ is in you, there is hope for glory. Amen. Hallelujah. And Paul is talking about God wants to share this secret. He wants to spread this secret. He wants everybody to know about this secret that is in the world. That has been revealed. It's been hidden for ages and ages and ages. I don't know how we will be judged, really. In fact, it's, 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 it's pitiful. I don't know how we will be judged because all of, all of the generations past did not know these things. They just knew of the coming of the Messiah. The Messiah has come. He's gone. He has given us this secret to share. And we are still jumping around, going around, looking for what we want to look for. May the Lord help us. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us. This is God's plan. If anybody asks, what is God's plan? Whether it's coronavirus or don't, don't forget of all that. This is one. There's no plan he has. His plan is that all men will be saved and will come to the knowledge of the truth. He wants all men to repent. That is why he's been slow in destroying the world. That many will come to repentance so that he will not, they will not perish. He says he, he's not willing that men should perish. And that is why he gave his son to come and die for us. This is the will of God for us. Hallelujah. How would this happen? How would this will of God happen? It has to happen by the same people who have been saved. And that's why Paul, back here in the verse 20, in the Philippians 1, verse 20. Philippians 1, verse 20. He says, I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage, so that now, as always, Christ, Christ will be exalted in my body the jesus that is in you must find expression in your body it has to find expression in your physical life hallelujah that is how people will know that christ is still around christ is in different people and they will ask you the question they will ask you the question 
why are you the way you are? And you say, because of Christ. Because of Christ. He's in me. He's leading me and he's guiding me. Hallelujah. God's plan is to share the message that Christ in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, somebody? Or you are leaving? Or you are putting off your, your, your this thing? You can see where the message is going. Jesus. In fact, in John 1, John 1, John chapter 1, Christ is in you. Christ is in you. Hallelujah. There is a new person inside of you. Amen. Wow. Thank you, Father. Are you with me, everybody? Yeah. Wow. John 1. John chapter 1. Very quickly, John 1. He says, The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Verse, verse 9. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. The verse 12. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of a human decision or a husband's will. Born of God. Hallelujah. We are born of God. It means that we have the seed of God in us. We have God on the inside of us. We have Jesus. We have the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. And this Jesus must find expression through our body. That is the will of God. That's the will of God. Hallelujah. Paul wrote to the Galatians. He wrote to them. He told them so many things. But in his finishing, in finishing his, his discourse with them, he finished with a statement that was quite, quite disturbing. The Galatians 6 verse 15. Galatians 6 verse 15. He says, neither, Galatians 6, verse 15. Wow. Wow. Galatians 6, verse 15. He says, neither circumcision nor all circumcision means anything. What counts is the new, is the new what? Is the new creation? Is the new creation? He says, if anyone is in Christ, he is what? A new what? A new what? Is it a new creature or a new creation? Huh? Second Corinthians chapter 5 17. What does it say? Somebody read it for me very quickly. Wow. It's very hot here. <laughs> you will realize that the Bible doesn't talk about a new creature. You ask yourself, why is it not talking about a new creature? Huh? Why does Bible not talk about when if you are in Christ, you are, are a new creature? Who are you when you are in Christ? You are a whole new 
creation it means that both your environment and the who you are is different when god was creating the earth he created a whole garden and he placed a human being inside the garden that was a new creation it wasn't just a human creature so when God is making a, a, a born-again Christian, he's making a whole new creation. There's a new creation around him. But it starts with a new creature that has influence around his creation. Are you following me, somebody? So you see that he is a new creature. He is born again on the inside. Jesus has expression through his body on the outside and there is a new environment. There's a new creature. There's a new creation. So it's, it's always amazing. He's not talking about a new creature. A new creature. No, no, no. He's not talking about a new person in an old environment. No, no. He's talking about a new person who has great influence on his surroundings. And that becomes a different creation. Hallelujah. He says, neither supposed to but what counts, what counts in Christianity, what counts as a Christian is that you have a new creation. Something else around you. As a Christian, you're a new creation. You enter into the workplace, you are a new creation. You are put there. You remember last week we were talking about a salt. We are talking about Jesus talking about we being salt. You enter into the soup and you cause a new creation in the soup. Hallelujah. You cause a different creation to happen. You spice up the whole place. It is a new creation, not a new creature. So Christ is in me. He has expression through my body. And he influences my environment and my surroundings. Please, this is the will of God. Some of us are called to do this in the church. Some are called us to do, to do this in the environment. Some are called us called to do this in the health sector. Some are called to do this in the schools. Some are called to do this in our homes. In fact, in our homes, we are all called to do it. But different, different places. We are called to have a new creation. Something that is different from the outside. Something that is different from your environment. Something that is attractive. Something that, that propels people to come close. Because there's a new creation around your life. It is a new creation. Wow. Father, help us. Help us, Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you following somebody? So, he says, we are born. We are a new creation. Now, Philip, uh, Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians 4. I think they're 22. Ephesians 4, 22. Verse, let me start from the verse 20. The verse 20. It says that however it's not the way of life you learn. You have heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Christ. You were taught with regard to your former way of life 
to put off your old self, which has been corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new, to be made new in the attitude of your mind, and to put on the new self, created to be like God, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Hallelujah. The new self, you are created to be like God. Can you imagine the influence God will be having on his environment? Can you imagine the influence Jesus had on his environment? Anywhere he went to, there was an influence. Hallelujah. We are created to be like God. Created to be like God. Created in our new self to be like God. In true righteousness and in holiness. But the problem is the expression of Jesus through us. That Christ will be exalted. Christ will be expressed. Christ will find a way to express himself through my body. That's where the problem is. This is the will of God. This is God's will. Hallelujah. Are you with me, somebody? A new creation. A new creation. Bible says, for, for the kingdom of God is like a seed. Some, a small, it's like a master seed, a very small seed. He plants it, he converts it, nobody sees it. But with time, it grows and becomes a huge tree. And, and birds are able to come and perch in it. It becomes a new environment. It becomes a new creation. This is what Jesus is looking for. It starts like a seed. Amen. John chapter 15. John 15. Ah, oh, thank you, Father. John 15 verse 1. for us. Yes. John 15 verse 1. Yes. Are you there? Anyone could read for us? I'm very patient. I'm not in a hurry. John 15, verse 1. John chapter 15, verse 1. Chisanga, do you like to read for us? Yes, is anybody ready? Yes, uh huh. Oh, Benis, yes. Benis would like to read. Yes, go. John 15, verse 1. Uh -huh. I am the true vine. I am the true vine. I am the true vine. The true vine. What does that I am the true vine mean? Benis, what do you think? What does it the mean? The true, uh -huh. true vine. 
the true, the true tree. It's the true tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the true tree. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, it's the true tree. <laughs> yeah, he says it's a true vine. What does that mean? It means that there are false vines. Is that not so? It means that there are false vines. If it's true. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, I am the true vine, and my father is what? The, my father is what? The gardener. Is the gardener. Uh-huh. He cuts off every branch in me. He cuts That's... off every branch in me. That bears no fruit. That bears no fruit. Hey. Paul, every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. Mm-hmm. So that it will be even more fruitful. So that it will be even more fruitful. Uh-huh. You are already clean mm-hmm. because of the word I have spoken to you. Mm-hmm. Remain in me mm-hmm. as I so remain in you. Mm-hmm. No branch can bear fruit by itself. Mm-hmm. It's made in the vine. Mm-hmm. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. You know, Jesus was on his last discourse as he was heading towards the cross. In fact, after this, according to John, he didn't come back to talk again. He, this was his last message to them as he was going to the cross. Hallelujah. And at that time, if you mm-hmm. look at it very carefully, you realize that Judas had disappeared. Judas had left the room already. Jesus was saying all these things in the upper room where he ate the meal with them in John 13. And he, talk, he told them that he's going, he's going to die and all that. The Holy Spirit will come and will take care of them in the chapter 14. And here he comes in the chapter 15 and tells them that, you know, guys, the Holy Spirit will be here and all that. But you will not bear fruit unless you remain in me. Judas had left already. He didn't hear this. Judas had, had departed and left Jesus. And here Jesus says, I am the true vine. My father is the gardener. In God's garden, there's only one tree. And God is taking care of one tree. trees God will just put fire on inside because he's only taking care of one tree Jesus he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit please what kind of fruit do you think this tree will be expected to bear on this tree now if you are growing an apple tree Please, what kind of fruit do you expect to to find on the apple tree? Would you find mango on that tree? Please, if you put up an apple seed in the floor and the tree grows and the tree starts to bear mango, 
or pineapple. I don't know what. Would you eat that fruit? Do you expect, do you expect a mango tree to be giving you um, a pest? Eh? Or you expect it to be giving you a banana? Hmm. What do you expect on that tree? Huh? Now, which part of the tree bears the fruit? Is it not the branches? He says, you are the branches. So the fruit of Jesus, the life of Jesus that is passing through the branches will have to produce something. It will have to give something. If not, it is wasting. If not, it is a waste. And Jesus and God as, the, as a good gardener, you can trust him. He's, he's the farmer. He's a good farmer. You can trust him. He says they will catch you. Let's read it. From verse 5. Yes. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Mm -hmm. If you do not remain in me, mm -hmm. you are like a branch that is thrown away and withered. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. Jesus is saying, if you don't bear fruit, you will be used as firewood. Please, how many want to be used as firewood and charcoal? Do you want to be a firewood? Ask your brother. Do you want a firewood and charcoal? What kind of, what do you want? How many want to be firewood and charcoals? Be used to cook food. Hallelujah. I think they didn't come on the show today. Yeah, they didn't show up today. So Jesus is saying, you must bear fruit. You must bear fruit. If not, he will cut you off and you'll be a firewood. Or he will use his prunes, uh, whatever, his fork to just prune you and to make sure you bear better fruit. Hallelujah. Please, mm -hmm. the fruits are not different kinds of fruits. It is only one fruit. It's only one fruit. The tree does not give different kinds of, of fruits. It gives one fruit. And it is the fruit that attracts men to come to the tree. It is the fruit. People don't see uh, a tree and just walk to the tree. I, I think if, unless you're a botanist, I, I, mean, I think all trees are one. I can't see the difference between trees. <laughs> Hallelujah. It is when I see the fruit, I can see, ah, this is a mango, this is a pineapple, this is a, a apple. This is uh huh. It is the fruit that tells me the kind of of tree it is, and and I go to it because of the fruit. Hallelujah! And God, Jesus is saying, you must bear fruit. You must bear fruit. Jesus must find expression in your body. He must find expression in your environment. He must find expression in your school. He must find expression in your home. He must find expression in your workplace. Hallelujah. This is the will of God. Jesus finding 
expression in our lives. Hallelujah. Are you with me, somebody? Are you still here? Galatians 3. Galatians 3. Verse 26. I love it. I like it. Galatians 3, verse 26. We thank you, Father. Verse 26. He says, So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. In Christ Jesus, we are all children of God through faith. Somebody continue for me, the verse 27. Uh huh. Galatians 3 verse 27 verse 27 yes for all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ so you can see the Bible is using so many expressions (laughs) so many ways to tell us the same thing Hallelujah. It is the same thing. The will of God is just still one. Amen. He says, you are a tree, you are a fruit. You are on a tree. <laughs> He's using here clothes. All those who are in Christ, who are children of God, who are baptized in Christ, have clothed yourselves with Christ. The verse 28. Uh-huh. There is neither Jew nor There's Gentile. There is neither Jew nor Gentile. Neither slave nor free. Neither slave nor free. Nor is there male and female. Nor is there male and female. Please, how many males do we have? Wait, please. How many males do we have? How many females? Who is a male who does think that they are not female or they are female, they think they are not? I mean, (laughs) he says in Christ Jesus, hallelujah, there's neither male nor female. There's neither male nor female. There's neither Jew nor Gentile. Jesus, in Christ Jesus, is not about blacks or whites. There is no black or white. Hallelujah. There is no Asian or African. No. He says, if we are all clothed with the Lord Jesus. You see, that is the problem. That is why our world is so much divided. If we would if we would be as what the Bible is telling us. Huh? Imagine we are all having the same blanket. Huh? Bring me the blanket there. This one here. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine I clothe myself in this blanket. Can you see my white, this thing? Uh Uh-huh. You can't tell. Okay, if I cover my... Can you tell whether I'm a a black guy or a white guy or a mark or a brown one? 
Uh-huh. Shall I come? So if I'm inside this one, you can't tell whether I'm a guy or I'm a... Now, if I... Clothe, make, no, I should use the same size. If I clothe this one also, let's cover the hair. Can you tell whether she's a female or a male? No. Uh-huh. Can you tell whether we have... <laughs> With, <laughs> there's no man. if you are all clothed imagine this is Jesus and you are all clothed in Jesus there is no male or female hallelujah there is no Jew there is no black or white there is no Asian Christ is one the problem is that our natural self our origin where we came from our flesh has found so much expression even as Christians and this makes it difficult because we still see ourselves as blacks, as white, as male, as female because our natural self are still dominating and until the natural self will give way for Christ to express himself because Christ is the same fruit. It's only one fruit. It's not different kinds of fruits. It's the same fruit. If we give ourselves way and allow Christ to express himself through us, through our bodies, you realize that there will be no difference in us. Are you close with Christ? Are you covered with Christ? Hallelujah. And Jesus has given us this wonderful work to do. Second, Second Corinthians chapter 2. Second Corinthians chapter 2. verse 15 let me start for the verse 14 it says but thanks be to God 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 it says but thanks be to God who always leads us as, as captives in Christ's triumphal procession and uses us <laughs> please somebody with the NLT or with the good news Read for me from the Good News Bible. Yes. Stella, go on, continue. Read for me. Uh-huh. The verse uh, 14. Uh-huh. Yes. Victory through Christ. Okay. Victory through Christ, but thanks be to God. For in union with Christ, we are always led by God as prisoners in Christ's victory procession. God uses us to make the knowledge about Christ. God does what? He uses us. So when you want to ask the question, what what is God's will for my life? What what does God want me to do? It is only one. 
one fruit one it is only one god uses us god uses us to spread what to make the knowledge about christ spread everywhere like oh, a sweet fragrance everywhere everywhere some in the workplace some in the church some everywhere please it is everywhere some here some there some here some there everywhere nana please bring me one of your perfumes Huh? He makes what? He uses us. He uses us to spread everywhere. He uses us to spread everywhere the knowledge of Christ. Wow. The verse 15. But we are like a sweet smelling incense offered by Christ to God. We are like a sweet Which? smelling in, 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 uh, incense. 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 My own aroma. Aroma of Christ. Aroma. Giving aroma. Hallelujah. Smelling Christ around. Not smelling. Your, you don't smell yourself. You don't smell of yourself. You don't smell of your oranges. You don't smell of where you are coming from. You don't. You smell of Christ. I am born of Christ. So I smell of Christ. Hallelujah. Yeah, I have a smelling aroma. This is called axe. A-A-Z-A-X-E. Axe aroma. You know, I've got to put around me. Mm -hmm. I've a smelling aroma of axe. Axe aroma. Eh, I don't know whether, is it axe or axe? Axe, yeah. I don't know the name of the perfume these days. Axe. My wife likes to buy it from me. Black axe. Yeah, yeah. I pray that your wife also buy you one. Yeah. And your husband also buy you one. <laughs> he says it is axe black knight. Black I don't know why it's black knight, but it's black knight. Maybe it's needed more in the night. I don't know. Black knight. So when you put this one, you smell of the aroma. Anywhere you go, they send cancer. You are smelling of black, 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 black night axe aroma. Hallelujah. But for this aroma to come out, for this, for this perfume to come out, you can see that there's a certain hole inside there. For it to find expression, there's a hole. Mm. There needs to be a hole on the container. So that there will be an expression on the outside. It has a pressure. In fact, when you press it, it there's a pressure that brings the thing out. Yeah. And, 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 and shows the aroma of axe. Some of us don't want to have the hole. It is the hole. Can you, can you see the hole? There's a hole. I'm sure you have perfume there. Just check it. There's a hole. If not, you press it, there's not, it will not come out. Sometimes God needs to create holes. Hole. There's a hole there. Yeah. Hallelujah. Axe aroma. Amen. I'm now smelling axe. Axe aroma. Night. Good night. Black night. Aroma. <laughs> Hallelujah. So it says, Amen. God, Jesus uses us. 
He uses us to spread everywhere. He uses us to spread everywhere the aroma, the knowledge, the pleasing, pleasing aroma of Christ. And that is why Paul says, Jesus who is inside of me must find expression in my body so that I could smell everywhere. He says you are fruit. Now he says you are perfume. I don't know how many, how many expressions he's trying to tell us what our Christian life is all about. Among those who are being saved and those who are perishing, we are spreading aroma everywhere. Hallelujah. Tell somebody you are, you, are, you are an aroma. You are an aroma. You are an aroma. You can unmute your mic and tell somebody, I can see you spreading Aroma, they can't even unmute their mics. Hallelujah. Ask your brother, can we smell Jesus on you? Can we smell Jesus? Can we smell Jesus? When people come around you, can they smell Jesus? Hallelujah. This is a very, very interesting question we have to be asking ourselves. Amen. We have to be asking ourselves. This is the point the Bible is trying to bring us to this what Jesus is trying to bring us to we have to be aromas spreading everywhere attracting others spreading everywhere the knowledge of Christ hallelujah God Jesus called Peter in Luke chapter 5 he says come and follow me come and follow me I don't know whether it's in Luke or Matthew 5 maybe Matthew Matthew, Matthew 4. Matthew chapter 4, verse 19. Thank you, Father. Wow. The mystery. He uses us to spread everywhere the mystery of Christ. Come and follow me. Matthew 5. Matthew 4. Either verse 19. Come, follow me, Jesus said. Hallelujah. And I'll send you out. I'll send you out. Somebody has the NLT there. Read for me the NLT. Come and follow me. Come and follow me and I'll make you engineers. Huh? Oh, I don't know which Bible you're having. And maybe your version is come and follow me and I'll make you doctors. No, I don't know. If you find that version, just let me know. Come and follow me and I'll make you <laughs> Contr con contractors, <laughs> agricultural specialists. <laughs> Come and follow me and I'll make you biotechnology instrument. <laughs> something, something. <laughs> What is it? It says, come and follow me. Come and follow me. How many want to follow Jesus? How many are following Jesus? This is what Jesus is making us. Please. It is not just for the pastor. The pastor does his own in the church. But we are called to do our own anywhere we find ourselves. Come and follow me. It's only one. Mm. It's only one. Today, the reason why we fight with this is that we have our own ambitions. 
In fact, I think next week I'll talk about it. We have our own ambitions. And these ambitions are driving and are dragging us. Pulling us in many directions. And what Jesus is saying, we cannot hear it. That is why you can find a Christian, he enters into the political field, and he's a totally different person because he doesn't know why he's there. As if Jesus said, come and follow me and I'll let you be the president. Come and follow me and I'll make you the entrepreneur. Come and follow me. I'm not saying these things are not important. They are, but that is not it. Jesus said he will feed us. Seek my kingdom. Make it your will. Let my kingdom be the main thing you are after. He says, all these other things shall be added unto you. It is first and foremost. Ask him, where are you sending me? He said, I should follow you. Following him will make us. Following him will make us. Jesus called Peter and says, hey, come and follow me. I want to change your profession. Come and follow me. I'm changing you. Come, come and follow me. You are fishing for men, for, for fish. Come and follow me. I will make you. Jesus is the kind of person who makes you. He makes you. Hallelujah. Some of us have gone to school. We finished school. We have uh, uh, masters, masters. We are still not. But Jesus can make you. Come and follow me and I'll make you out. And I'll, I'll, I'll send you out to fish for people. The Bible says, at once they left their net and they followed him. Amen. Please, brothers and sisters, the call is still the same. The call is still the same. In John chapter 20, John 20, John 20 verse 21, when Jesus was leaving, what did he tell them? Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. Please. How did the Father send Jesus? Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Please. Today we have turned the Christianity into something else. We've made it. Christianity today is follow me, as Jesus said, and I'll make you doctors, engineers, pharmacists, businessmen, entrepreneurs. I'll give you high positions. Follow me, and I'll tell you. That's our definition today. The actual Christian definition is follow Jesus, and he will make you. That is not the point. That is not the point. Hallelujah. Amen. Please, somebody read from, for me the NLT. But the good news, I, I don't know why I like good news, but I didn't bring my good news Bible. First um, Peter chapter 3. 
arms. I think second Peter. Second Peter chapter three. Yeah, I'm just trying to look for the verse. talking about we yourself where am I going am I on the same path as Jesus is there's a question I want to ask you it's in Revelation chapter 3 I'm going to pray Revelation 3 the verse 1 to the verse 2. Revelation 3 verse 2. It says, wake up, strengthen what remains and is about to die. Revelation 3. Wake up, strengthen what remains and is about to die. For I have not found your deeds complete in the sight of my God. I have not found your deeds complete. I don't want us to be told this. He says, our deeds are not yet complete. Jesus is measuring and checking whether our deeds are complete. Somebody read it for me in the NLT or the good news. I have not found your deeds complete. Yes. So wake up uh -huh. and strengthen what you still have mm -hmm. before it dies completely. Mm. For I find that what you have done is not yet perfect in the sight of my God. What you have done is not yet perfect in the sight. Which one is this one? The Good one? news. Okay, somebody with the NLT, read it for me and we'll pray. Yes, Sibyl. Uh-huh. 
who has raised their hand yes really fast Simple raise their hand. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm here. Yes, uh huh. Read for us. Verse 2 it says, mm -hmm. Wake up, mm -hmm. strengthen what little remains, mm -hmm. for even what is left is almost dead. I find that your actions do not meet the requirements of God. Hey, I find that your, your actions do not meet what? The requirements of God. Hey. Wow. Brothers, what are you going to do? He says, I find that your actions do not meet the requirements of God. What are we going to do? Hallelujah. Father, help us. Yes, what are you going to do? What actions are you going to take today? actions are not complete your deeds are not complete begin to talk to him begin to talk to him begin to speak to him to spread everywhere the knowledge of him. He wants to use us to spread everywhere the knowledge of him. Begin to talk to him. Begin to talk to him. Say, Father, please. May there be a way. May there be a way, Father. Father, anywhere you place me, Father, May there be a way that I would spread. That I'll be the fruits that attracts. May there be a way, Lord Jesus. Help me. 
somebody sincerely asks him to have mercy on you and to teach you and to help you in the name of Jesus. That will spread the pleasing aroma of Christ. That people will know that in Christ in you, Christ in you is all you need. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Christ in you. How far have we fallen from this truth? How far have we fallen from this truth? Begin to talk to him that you are the new creation. Tell him, I am the new creation. You created me not as just as a creature, but you created me as a creation to influence my environment, to influence my surroundings. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. talk to him. Continue to talk to him. Say, Father, please. Oh, have mercy. Have mercy, Father. Have mercy on me. Tell him, have mercy on us as a ministry. Have mercy on us, Lord. Yes, 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 Lord. That we'll start with our homes. We'll start with where we are. We'll start with our schools. We'll start, Lord. And begin to be that aroma. Begin to be that pleasing aroma. That that fruit of the Spirit. That fruit of Christ. That fruit that God is working so hard. To bring out will come out. In the name of Jesus. Continue to pray that the, the, the Christ in you will find expression. That Jesus in you will be exalted through your body. In the name of Jesus. Pray for your friends. Pray for those around you. Pray for those you are seeing. Ask the Lord. Mention their names. Those you know, mention their names. That God Himself will have mercy on us. He will draw us. He will draw us to Himself. He says we cannot bear fruit unless we remain in Him. Unless His words remain in us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Ask Him for a deeper thirst of His word in your life. Asking for a deeper thirst of his word in your life. In the name of Jesus. Let your words remain in us, Lord. Let your words remain in us, Lord. Let your words remain in us, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. By your mercy and your grace. By your mercy and your grace. By your mercy and your grace. Yes, you said you, we should follow you and you make us fishers of men. We should follow you, Lord. And as the Father sent you, you are sending us. We thank you, Father. We bless your name that you've given us this great privilege to be part of this work. Help us, Lord Holy Spirit. Help us, Lord Holy Spirit. Help us to be this in our homes, in our houses, in our neighborhood. 
Help us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we bless you. Amen and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God is blessing us greatly in his word. And me, I'm so grateful. And I believe that we are coming out better than we got into this. We thank you, Father. We give you glory. Amen and amen. I would like to still hear from you. So let me know what you are thinking. How are you going to... I want to know how, how are you going to change your life to fit what has happened in your mind so far. How are you changing your life to fit what God is looking for? Humphrey, you don't understand what I'm saying. going to change your life. Chisanga, talk to us. How are you going to change your life to fit to fit this? Huh? Begin to think about it. Think about practical steps you are going to take. Because Jesus is telling us. In fact, this afternoon he was just telling me, you know what? Your deeds are not complete. They are not yet perfect. Your actions are not in line. And I think we need to look at it carefully. Individually and as a ministry, we need to look at this very carefully. Amen. Amen. And to begin to take steps and actions to come in line with what Jesus is expecting of us. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's begin to take think about it and take steps. I don't know how many steps it is. But it's just good for us to know this is where we have to get to. And realize that we are not yet there. And to begin to ask ourselves, how can we get there? And every morning, every day, begin to ask the Lord to help us to spread the aroma of Christ. To spread the aroma of Christ. And it's going to cost us something. There will have to be an opening in our lives. An opening in our bodies. There has to be death somewhere for this to happen. And I realize that we cannot do this by ourselves. Hallelujah. We cannot do this by ourselves. Let me just read the last verse to you. And I want you to just pray with it every single day as you wake up. Because myself, I tell you, I can't do this by myself. I just, I can't know. But God will cause us to stand firm. First Corinthians chapter 1. We said we are done, but we are not done. First Corinthians chapter 1. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 8. When you wake up in the morning, I want you to just pray with this. Declare this. First Corinthians 1, verse 8. And then we'll read Second Corinthians 1 also. Someone would like to read for us the verse 8.
1 verse 8. No, 1 Corinthians 1 verse 8. Yeah, 1 Corinthians, sorry. Uh-huh. All right. He says, uh, who will also confirm you to the end, that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. He said he will what? Confirm. He will confirm. He will confirm you to the end, that you may be blameless okay. in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. But my Bible says he will keep you firm to the end. Hallelujah. He will keep you firm so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now go with me to Second Corinthians again. So when you wake up in the morning, I want you to pray. I want you to pray and say, God, you can keep me firm. You can let me stand firm in this truth, in the vision, in the goal that you have for me. Hallelujah. The verse 21, Second Corinthians 1, verse 21. Are you there? Second Corinthians 1, verse 21. It says, now, somebody read for us in a more simple good news Bible or something. Yes, go ahead, read for us. Uh-huh. Yes, anyone? Yes, go ahead. Second Corinthians 1. The good 21. news. Bible. The good news. Okay. Mine is NIV. Huh? Second Corinthians okay. 1. Uh huh. It is God Himself who makes us, together with you, sure of our life in union with Christ. Mm-hmm. It is God Himself who has set us apart. My own says it is God who makes both you and both us and you stand firm in Christ. Hallelujah. He anointed us, set his seal of ownership on us, and puts his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is true, what is to come. Hallelujah. The verse 24 now says, Not that we lord it over your faith, but we work with your faith uh, for your joy, because it is by faith you stand firm. It is by faith you stand firm. Hallelujah. It is by faith you stand firm. So you can see, Christ is able to make us stand firm. God is able to make us stand firm. And at the same time, it is by faith we stand firm. So when you wake up in the morning, have faith, believe, have faith that God is able to make you stand firm in the truth that you've heard. He's able to make you stand firm and to continue to be um, an aroma, to be a light in this dark world hallelujah amen and um, i want this to be i want us to reshape let's not hear the word of god and still remain the same shape your thinking shape your attitude begin to think when you go out when you're in your house begin to think let that jesus find expression let that jesus find expression anywhere you are hallelujah and if you are in a bad situation if you are in a situation that totally you know that this one it is not jesus who is doing it this one you know, it is not Jesus who is at work. Please begin to shape yourself and arrange yourself and let Jesus find a good expression in our lives. Amen. And I must say that we are not your, I'm not there. I don't think I'm there at all. I think I can see where I have to get to and I'm trying to get there. 
And I want, I want us all to be trying together. Let's be making efforts and be going gradually to where Christ sees us to be. God bless you. Continue to be a perfume. Continue to be a fruit. Continue to let Jesus find expression in your life. Each time you use your perfume, think about yourself. As you're going out, don't count on the perfume to, to, to make you smell nice. Count on yourself. Count on the Jesus in you to smell nice on the outside. God bless you. I pray that people in your house will have a nice testimony of you. That um, their testimony will change. Amen. If it is not been okay, if it's not been good so far. I pray that your roommates will see the fruit that Jesus is asking for. Amen. Can we look at some of the fruit? Look at some of the fruit. Let's look at some of the fruits. Let's get, get more practical. Look at some of the fruit. Galatians chapter 5, verse, verse 22, I think so. Galatians 5, 22. Huh? Galatians 5, 22. Let's just look at some of the fruits that God is expecting us to be producing. Have you seen it? Galatians 5, 22. to this yeah but the spirit produces love uh -huh. joy the spirit produces love and joy now if you look at the NIV he says for the fruit of the spirit is what is love hallelujah it is one fruit it's not many fruits it's one fruit that expresses itself in many ways so the fruit of the spirit is one fruit uh -huh. And so what do we see? The first one is love. Uh, it's to produce love. Love should be one of the things that happen. And when you look at um, 1 Corinthians 13, you see all the attributes of love there. Let's, let's write it down. Write it down. Begin to practice them. What's the next one? What's the next one? Yes. Shadrach, what's the next one? It's not enough. Peace. Love. Joy. Joy joy hallelujah amen joy i think we have amen. a lot to say about joy is that so huh people need to see you joyful amen joyful the amen. joy that comes from your inside from god himself uh, into your into your environment you need to spread joy so each time you are always sad and you are gloomy it is not god it's not Jesus who is finding expression. Are you getting it? Yeah. All those who have that attitude of being, every time they're asking in the house, what is wrong? What has happened? Have we done anything? What is wrong? And people are always questioning. You don't bring joy to the house. You are always somehow. Are you getting it? I know maybe for the ladies and even guys, we have our periods and sometimes. We are not also <laughs> we are not also correct sometimes you know but i know that yeah but some sometimes some of the guys they have more periods than other 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 this thing yeah but we have to find a way i mean in your house people don't find you joyful you are always uh, frowning you have your faces it is not christ it's not Christ. Like, they always have to ask you, how are you? What is wrong with you? I mean, have you woken? Did you sleep well? Have you woken up well? Are you angry with us? I mean, what is... I mean, it is not... It is not Christ. Are you getting it? Yeah, we have some examples even in this house that... 
you know. Yeah. But it is not Christ. Hallelujah. It is not Christ. Joy. Joy. Being gloomy. A gloomy spirit. Are you getting it? He says, he says the oil of gladness. In, a, in a Isaiah 61, he was talking about the oil. When the Holy Spirit comes, he says there will be gladness. Oil of gladness. In this time, do you know that in this time of pandemic and all that, one of the ways a Christian can shine is just to have joy in the midst of all this. Just to have joy. And someone who asks you, why are you so joyful? Why do you rejoice? Why do you rejoice? And, and Paul says rejoice. I said again rejoice. He kept on saying rejoice. In fact, the whole book of Philippians is about just rejoicing. Just rejoice, rejoice. And the guy was in prison and was telling them, I am rejoicing with you, so you to be rejoicing. Can you see somebody in prison who is telling you to rejoice? He's in prison, he doesn't know whether you die or not, and he's rejoicing. Then you sitting at home, you are not rejoicing. So joy is the fruit of the spirit. Please, let's stop all this. I am this, I am that, I am whatever. No, no, no. It is not, it is not Christ. Christ is not finding expression in this way. Hallelujah. I pray that when people don't see, when people, let it gets to a point, they always see that you don't talk. You don't laugh. You don't smile. So they don't even ask you. In fact, the day you start smiling, they start asking what has happened. The day you smile, if, if today you smile and you talk, they will just say, where did you sleep? What happened today? Why are you even happy? Because you are used to be seen always always not happy, you are not always something is not going well for you, life is bitter life is not sweet it is, it is not God Jesus is not finding expression so joy is part of in fact, I, I, I think one day I just have to talk about joy because joy is just one of the things that, that, that makes a, is a mark of the Christian a real mark of the Christian you go to your workplace, you are always joyful Money has not come, you are joyful. They have not paid, man, you are joyful. They will start asking you, please, are you in a different planet? I, I, I will all not in this workplace. And you say that Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to begin to express these things. These are small, small, small things that make a huge difference in the lives of so many people. And people will be attracted to you. Don't you like to go to people who are always happy and joyful? Eh? I get what I'm saying. Some of you ladies, you need to learn to be joyful because we, we want to be happy. Are you getting it? And you are, you are always gloomy. We will not propose to you. I'm telling you. Uh, amen. Oh, I leave my comments just there. I will not take it any further. Are the guys here with me? You have to learn to smile. You're a lady. Learn to smile. Amen. 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 No, don't, don't be too every time, you know. No, it is not, it is not good. Benis, is it not true? Yeah, like Benis always keeps laughing. I like Benis. Yeah. She, she always laughs. You know, and it's, it's it's important, I'm telling you. And some of the guys we are afraid of you. We will not we will not even come close because your faces, when we look at your mood alone, we, we are not sure we can. And live with this one. Hey, learn to smile. as soon as you come out, learn to smile because Christ inside of you is smiling. Maybe in your soul you are not happy, but the Christ in you is smiling. So give expression to the smile that He has on you. And if they ask why you smiling, say me. If you ask me, me, I'm not happy, but Christ is happy. 
and he's smiling. So I'll also smile and I'll also, yeah. The Christ inside of me is happy and is smiling. So don't ask me. That's for me. It doesn't matter. But Christ, yeah. And maybe with, you just realize that with time, you yourself, you even start smiling. You start talking and all that. Simple, simple things as greetings. Simple things as smiling. Simple things as just being nice. It's just what it needs. Just what we need to express Christ. Hallelujah. I believe you are hearing me very well. Huh? I'll be talking very soon about, about, about finding life partners and all that. I'm getting, I think in my spirit it is coming. I've always resisted talking about it. But some of these simple, simple things, you can see that they help us to find, yeah, people who smile and are happy and all that. You attract more people. You have more proposals. You have many, many ways of, uh, the Lord will have to help you to even come up with the right one. Amen. Wow. So tell your sister, please ask your sister, tell her you need to learn to smile. You need to learn, you need to learn to say good morning. Good morning, please. Good morning. Learn to say good morning to your housemates. Learn to say, it is Jesus who is greeting them. Jesus wants to greet them. Allow Jesus to have expression in that house. Allow Jesus to have expression now. You don't say good morning. You don't say bonjour. You don't just, you enter into the kitchen, everybody is inside there, nobody talks to anybody, as if it is a, a commercial center, you finish, you go back, everybody in their room, you know, there's no life in the house. It is not Jesus, please, give me a break. Don't tell me uh, this is how we do it in this house, you know. Never eat together, never talk together, everybody just use the gas. It's the only time. The only time you have to talk is when you have to buy gas for the house. And you have to collect money. And quarrel. And how, and how the electricity has not been paid. And then, you see, that is why you can't even resolve issues calmly in the house. Because there's no friendship. There's nothing going on. It's only when there's money. As soon as you hear a, a knock on your door, ke, 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 you know that we are coming for the DMs. DMs has to buy. The gas is finished. Or if we hear a knock on the door, is that you didn't clean the bathroom and you left it somehow and all that. And then it's always something. Always something. Or you didn't, or, or you left the kitchen somehow. I didn't say you shouldn't clean the kitchen. Or clean the kitchen very well. Are you getting it? But let joy, let joy be in the house. I'm telling you, let joy and gladness, laughter, practice laughter. Amen. Let me see your smile now. Let me see your smile. Just practice smiling, smiling. Joy, Chisanga, I can see you smiling. Yeah, you have such a nice teeth. You should be smiling very often. I'm telling you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, James, I can like, I like your smile. It's good. Even Jeremy, Jeremy, um, uh, Humphrey. Humphrey likes to smile a lot. This is his smile is going away. I don't know what is wrong with him. I can't tell what is happening to him. Some things are happening to him. He's not allowing Jesus to express himself. Yeah, some of you have more of the Jesus smile than others. Felix, let's see. Felix, go, go deeper. Uh -huh, deeper. Yeah, go deeper. Uh, let's smile. I like Albert. Albert, your photo. I don't like the, I like the photo, but I want a real human being smile. Yeah, but the photo is, is good. It's, it's a good smile. Amen. So learn to smile, please. Learn to smile. Learn to smile. Be a nice person. Be a nice person. Be a nice because Jesus is looking for expression. Huh? He's nice on the inside of you and he wants 
to express himself. Janet, is it true? Give us a smile. Janet, give us a smile. Yeah, Janet, yeah. Very powerful smile. Don't cover it now. Don't cover it. Eh? Just let us see your smile. Amen. So there are, there are nine fruits, if I'm not wrong. If my Bible, if I've not forgotten my Bible. I think there are nine fruits. And I think, what's the next one? Peace. Hey. Please, I, I don't think I'll be able to Peace. talk about it. We'll not finish. Peace. Eh? Peace. Peace. Where is peace? She, she, she didn't come. She didn't come. Peace. Just being at peace. Being peaceful. Not quarrelsome. Hey. Oh. Is it Jesus who is crawling or you are the one crawling? Is it Jesus? Eh? Blow through us and, and correct uh, this thing in the house. No, please. Peace. Huh? Bible says that the peacemakers are the sons of God. The peacemakers. So even if people are not talking, they are not, they are quarreling, they are not, as a son of God, you shouldn't sit down and your, your housemates are not talking or they are not quarreling. You have to try to bring them. It doesn't, as for me, it is their problem. They are always quarreling, you know, cat and dog. I, oh, they are no, no. He says, you are a peacemaker. You love where there is peace and there is cordial relationships. So you try to bring them together. Don't sit aloof and, and you are watching what is going on. Amen. So you have to be a person of peace. Bringing peace. Bringing peace. Bringing peace. Bringing peace everywhere. Amen. And when people see you like that, people will even start to bring other problems to you. There was one of our, 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 um, our men who was uh, teaching in a place. And as I was teaching the... Um, he's just like that. Just making peace. And one day, he saw a certain one of um, one of the people teaching there and their face was very, very sad. You know? And uh, he asked them, what is wrong? What is wrong? Just, just concern. And the lady was like, issues with her husband, the husband has left, this and this and that. Wow. So he was disturbed also. He said, can I talk to your husband? Can I talk to your husband? So she gave him the, the numbers and all that called him, says, I want to meet you. He met the man, spoke to the man, prayed with the man, and the man agreed to go home. He, was, he had left the house. So he took his things and went back home. And the marriage was built again. Amen. Yeah, a peacemaker. That, that is the son of God. One day when he was in trouble, that woman and her husband helped him out. It was in a serious trouble. I don't even want to mention it. <laughs> yeah. Being a peacemaker is amazing. Let it be part of you. It is, that is, that is the Christian. Peace. Peace. If most of our politicians knew what uh, 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 Christianity was, they will not be there causing war and yet say that they are Christians. It's amazing. Amen. Peacemakers. Peacemakers. Practice it. Practice it. But when you are 
trying to bring people together or stop them from fighting, it is like as if Jesus is expressing himself. These are the things that give expression to him. So you can realize that if you're a peacemaker, you cannot stand not being at peace with somebody. Amen. You cannot stand it. No. You cannot stand it. You are not at peace with somebody. No. Some of us like to be resentful. Resentful. Resentment. I don't know what, which other word I can use for resentment. What does resentment mean? Somebody who likes... Please, can somebody give me the definition? Nana, give me the definition. Resentment. Resentment. Resentful. It's a very bad habit. Very bad. Huh? And gossiping and, and bringing faults. Bible says that he who talks about the fault of separates good friends. Always separating people. What is it? Resentment. To what? Okay. To feel. Uh huh. Somebody has it there. To hate. Feel... Uh huh. No, no, give me your, give me your phone. You said to what? Read it. Huh? To hate. To hate. I think somebody's last phone. Bitter indignation at having been treated unfairly. The what? Say it again. Bitter indignation at having been treated unfairly. Aha. Bitter indignation. This is a lot of uh, English. Let me just read it. It says to feel or express annoyance or ill will. Uh, to express annoyance or ill will. Uh, like you are not, you are, you are just, even if they are trying to bring you together, you don't want, no. You prefer to just be where you are and be as loggerheads with the person. Let's, I don't want to deal with this issue and all that. You are not being a peacemaker. You are not being at peace. Peace is one of the things. I don't know. I think we've fallen so much away from the truth. And we are just chasing positions, chasing places, placements, and all that. It is not that at all. These are the real issues. God will send you to the church. He will send you to your home. Some of you, you are not peacemakers. If God gives you a wife now, trouble. Trouble, you break the house. Some of you are women. If they give you a husband today, hey! Even relationship, there's no peace in it. Every day. Hey, you didn't call me. Hey, uh, I saw your, you, you gave me a blue tick. I saw your this thing. I sent the message uh, uh, at, three, at three o'clock. It's now nine o'clock. You're not, you're not a peacemaker. Always, always, one thing or the other, one thing or the other. Keep fighting. I will pray for your deliverance. I pray for all those who are in relationships where there's no trouble. Every single day, every two days, there's, a, there's an issue to deal with. May you be delivered and come out in the name of Jesus, before your marriage, you are condemned forever. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So please begin. Begin to be at peace. I don't think we can talk about all these things, but please read them and just meditate and let the Lord speak to you. Which one of it you, you are not? Some of, some of it is self-control. Huh? Others is kindness. Just being kind is it's an issue. Just being kind. What else is there? What else is there? Patience. Hey, that one. God, help us. 
Yeah, that one, I need help myself. Patience. Huh? Just to be patient. Sometimes it's not easy. Amen. But just patience alone. The Bible says that with patience and faith, they inherited the promise. Sometimes we are just not patient. Just to be patient with people. Amen. Patience. Patience. Hey, God. Help us. How many like to wait? Huh? How many like to go to Majan and wait in a long queue? It is to test your patience level. Your patience level. Yeah. Yeah. It tests you are not patient. You don't like waiting at all. What are we waiting for? You know? Yeah, some of you like to be waited for. But when you have to wait, you are angry. Hey! You waited downstairs for, for, for him to come down. It took uh, 10 minutes. You are standing there and you are just angry. Patience. Patience. You are not expressing Jesus. Jesus is patient. Hallelujah. We have to learn to be patient at people who do wrong, people who don't get it, even people who deliberately do wrong. Sometimes you have to be patient at them. I've done, I can't tell you how much I've had to learn patience over and over. When I was lying in my room, I was tired of everything, tired of everybody. In fact, I just wanted to fly away. <laughs> and God, and then I don't know, I was just reading um, Timothy, and Paul was telling Timothy to just to teach with all patience and endurance. I said, ah, teach with patience. Ah, what does this mean? I've been teaching now. Uh, <laughs> but now I have to add patience to it. With long, in fact, patience, the another word for patience is long-suffering. Long-suffering. It means that <laughs> you, have, you have to have the ability to suffer for long. That is what patience is. You are bearing something for a long time. Long-suffering. You ask yourself, up to when? when? When will this all end? You know, but God... He's patient. Can you imagine like all the evil going on in this world? He watches it. His heart is broken. But yet still, he's just still patient because he wants people to come to repentance. And patience helps people to come to repentance. And sometimes I, I, I look, I, I don't know how many people, if I had not had patience on, would have been somewhere. And I look at people I'm like, oh, thank God. I was patient with this person. Because sometimes people can annoy you, God knows. You want to tell them your mind. In fact, God knows my heart. He knows my heart very well. Amen. Yeah. There are times of confession. I think I have to confess to the Lord because <laughs> it's not easy. Amen. But we need to practice patience. Practice going to Marjan. Practice staying in the queue. Yeah. No, seriously. I always, I always tell myself, you know, it's a practice. When I go and I have to stay in the queue for some time, I tell myself, like, this is a patience. Yeah, I'm taking my time and enjoying the enjoying the people, enjoying their place and just in patience. When I get to the guy, I say, bonjour, how are you doing and all that, you know. Yeah, but I don't like to wait. I don't, and I don't like to just shop. Shopping is one of the most annoying things for me in the world. Yeah, but um, yeah, just learning to be patient. Amen. So it's something we need to learn because Christ is very patient and especially with people. Some of us are patient with money, getting money. You are patient with getting things. You are patient 
But when it comes to somebody, a human being that you have to be patient with, and the person does the thing wrongly, you told the person, don't use my bowl, and the person used it. It's okay, when you use it, wash it. Okay, the person doesn't wash it. How patient can you be with the person? How patient can you be with the person? How patient can you be? Amen. So please, let's, let's begin to express Christ in all these places. Let's begin to express Christ uh, in our self-control. What else do you have there? I, didn't, I can't even finish them. Huh? Kindness. Faithfulness. Hey, that word, God, help us. Faithful. Amen. Patience is one of the things that would help you to be faithful. We are not faithful at all. We are jumping atoms. We don't stay with one thing for a long time. We are not faithful. We are not faithful. Amen. Somebody says we are excited. We are too excited. We are just jumping around. <laughs> Looking for something new. Always something new. Something else. But you've got to be patient. In fact, I've come to realize, I was telling, I was telling somebody, you know, I've come to realize that it takes a lot of time to do one thing and to do it well. It takes a lot of time. You know, I was, I was telling um, the guys today that I started to play drums when I was like eight years and after now, I, st- I still can't play. You know, it takes a lot of time. <laughs> you know, it takes a lot of time to do something well. I've, you know, I've stayed with the instrument. Even some of you, like, just to learn a guitar or something, it takes a lot of patience. And faithfulness. And faithfulness. You said you will play the guitar every 30 minutes a day. Uh-huh. You do whine. They go and sleep. Huh? You, you, you are not faithful. You are not faithful. Hallelujah. Please, we need to learn to just be faithful at one thing. Just faithful. And I'm just so glad, I'm so glad that even in this time, we are just trying to be faithful, to stay on and to continue. Um, and I can see you most times joining in every time, every time. And I know it is a mark of faithfulness. Amen. Sow your seed of faithfulness. Be faithful. Be faithful. Some of you would have had great relationships by now if you are faithful. If you are faithful and patient. Amen. Make up your mind to be faithful the next time. Make, make up your mind to be faithful. And the Lord will richly, richly bless us. Hallelujah. Amen. We need, to, we need to pray. You know, we discuss these things, but in reality, they're not easy to do. Like, seriously, like, I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying, but if you, are, if you will be honest with yourself, you realize that seriously they are not easy to do. These things are not easy. Amen. Uh, I think it's easier to talk about 10 steps to being rich, 10 steps to your next entrepreneurial level or something. But these things, you know, they are trying you. They try you as a human being. And um, I'm, I'm just so much aware that they are not easy to come by. Let's keep praying. Let's keep praying and ask the Lord to keep working on us. And each time, you know, he will present the situation, asking to help us to win in that situation. Learn to be, be the peacemaker. Learn to be at peace with people. Learn to be at peace with your parents. Learn to be at peace with your housemates. The housemates are the most difficult people to be at peace with. I'm telling you, they are the most difficult people. And that's why preaching in your house is the most difficult thing. Being an aroma in your house is most difficult. Huh? And very soon, you have housemates the rest of your life. You marry your wife is your housemate, your husband is your housemate, and it's, you have to learn, you have to win the battle now with your housemates in order to win the battle with them. Huh? 
Amen. One of the things, if, if you are trying to look for whatever, is to check how she relates with the housemates. And you can tell how she relates with you as a housemate. You should check also how she relates with his housemates. Amen. It's very, very important. We need to win the battle on those grounds. So begin to practice these things. Let Christ have expression in your life in times like this, especially with self-control. I'm praying that the Lord will help us. The Lord will help us so much. Amen. That we'll be able to walk through these difficult times and we'll come out. Christ being exalted in our body, giving aroma to everybody and he using us to spread across the knowledge of his will. God bless you for tonight. Uh, I think we can just keep going till 10 o'clock, but it's good for us to stop here. God bless you. I've enjoyed being with you. We'll be back again Wednesday. Please, this weekend, the time is changing. Please, the time is changing this weekend again. We are losing one hour of sleep. Nana, we are losing one hour of sleep. Amen. So please change your time uh, on Saturday before you go to bed. Change your time on Saturday before you go to bed and decide to be up early. I realize most of us are not able to wake up um, early because we have the habit of sleeping late the whole week. Some of us go to bed at 4 a.m. You watch Netflix. Ne next, next, Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> I almost said conflicts, I'm telling you. <laughs> you watch these things for the rest of the night and you don't sleep. It's a bad habit we are creating for ourselves. Amen. Let's begin to sleep early. And let's call somebody. Call our friends. Make sure they wake up. Make sure they are there in the service. And, um, and we are all joining in. Let's keep praying. I'm sure by the 10th, we'll start to see the process of the confinement. We don't know how long it will take for us to be able to gather again. But let's keep praying. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. And I believe it will come back together very soon. God bless you. God bless you.